Spire. Welcome back to the Kidney Stone Diet Podcast, the show about reducing your risk for kidney stones and living your best life. I'm your host and fellow student, Jeff Saris, and I am here as always with our resident kidney stone prevention expert, Jill Harris. Hey there, Jill. Nurses in the house. How you doing? Good to see you, Jeff. <laughs> doing well. Yeah, we have a, another week in the books here, about to start start this week's episode, and we have uh, the 24-hour urine collection. So that's a big part of the platform, a big part of what people have to sort of start their journey with. So let's just start with the basics. What is a 24-hour urine collection and why is it important? I always get very excited because Jeff doesn't tell me what we're really going to talk about <laughs> until we do it. So it keeps <laughs> it fresh for me. So 24-hour urine collections. Let's see. Let's see how much I can scream about those a lot. I do it every day. I do it on my Facebook group. I do it with my patients. Here's why they are important. They are important because you need to see what are some of the factors that are leading you to form kidney stones. Uh, lots, so much of this is diet. You also, though, want to rule out any other genetic issues that could be going on with you. So here's, here's what I deal with on a daily basis say on my Facebook group. Uh, Jill, my doctor didn't order a 24-hour urine collection. He or she said just drink some lemon juice and um, stay away from spinach or all green leafy vegetables. They threw a list at me. Okay, so this is very, very common. So what I always push back and say is this. What, you know, and then, and then I'm going to jump ahead. Then uh, they sign up with me, they work with me privately, and they're like, look, I did what the doctor told me. I drank lemon juice. Uh, I, I gave away uh, the green leafy vegetables. I haven't had a vegetable now in four years. And I just did my first 24-hour urine collection, and I see that my urine calcium is super high. So meaning, and they got new stones now, okay? So they heard me ranting. They did get a 24-hour urine collection order for themselves. The doctor said, you don't need it. The patient said, I want it. They get it. And then they see, look, they didn't need to do the things that they were doing. So they did what the doctor said, but those weren't the problems to begin with. And now they made new stones. And by the way, all the tooth enamel on their teeth are gone because they've been sucking on lemons 24 hours a day. And they didn't need to do that. So it shouldn't be a generic treatment plan. The 24-hour urine collection will tell the doctor or the nurse practitioner, what, or the physician assistant, what is going on, what is leading you to an increased risk of stones, and based upon those results, then you get a treatment plan, okay? That's how it goes. It's like putting me on more chemo without a doing blood tests to see if my cancer's back, or, I mean, that may not be the best example, but we can't offer treatment plans to patients unless we know why something is going, what is going on with the patient, meaning you could be prescribing the wrong treatment plan. Why don't doctors order 24-hour urine collections? I get this a lot too. Doctors will tell me, listen, Jill, uh, it's wonderful that your patients stop forming stones, but my patients, they don't want to change their diet. 
So I stopped long ago ordering 24-hour urine collections because there was no point in wasting their time or my time in going over them when they weren't about to change their diet. Now, to defend doctors, and I don't always, uh, I will certainly speak, you know, give my opinion, but doctors are very right. I should have been able to retire 10 years ago. I've been doing this for decades. I have not been able to uh, retire because people don't want to change their diet. I hear all the time, oh, Jill, I'll take a chance. I'll get another stone. People that want to work with me and throw money at me, meaning pay for my services, are very dedicated. And they are they never want to go through that pain again. And so they take a chance on me. They're like, ah, oh, let me see what this broad is talking about. I'll throw some money at her. We'll see. My patients stop making stones. They stop making stones. I am successful. My career is extremely successful because my patients work their tushalush off. <laughs> if they did not, I would not be successful. So my success is extremely well dependent on uh, all the stuff Dr. Ko taught me and the fact that my patients work so hard. But they wouldn't know what to work on if they didn't do a 24-hour urine collection. It is imperative. If your doctor says you don't need it, you say, yes, I do. And then you tell the doctor, let me tell you why I want to do one. Because I am highly interested in never making another stone again. And I will do whatever it takes, Dr. Doolittle, to get that done. I will change my diet. I will take a medication if that's what's warranted, but I will do, I will drink more water. I will change my lifestyle. I will lose weight. All these are factors in stone risk. And so you tell the doctor that you are going to do all of it. So they understand how motivated you are. When I tell my patients to talk about it in the portal, get in the portal and write exactly what I'm telling you. I'll help construct emails for patients. Tell the doctor this. I've never had a doctor say, no, you're not getting one. They order them. So make sure you do that. You have to be, whether you have kidney stones or anything else going on in your sweet little body, you have to be an advocate for yourself. You have to. Uh, days are long gone where the doctor's going to uh, brush your hair away from your forlorn face and hold your hand and say, let's talk about you. No, they don't got time for that. You must be an advocate for yourself. Please know that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, oh yeah, and this is the diagnostics. I mean, it's, yeah. it's like you wouldn't take your car and just say, oh, let's change the tires because we don't know what's wrong with it. Like we need to know what's going on and actually apply the right service, the right um, the right diagnosis to then move forward. So I think that's a great analogy, Jeff, because when you, and I just did this, <laughs> I just took my car in. And when they said, what do you want me to check? I almost said nothing. But then I said to myself, then I ain't going to know. So, you know, that's why they're real happy to do all the checks because they're looking for something. So mm -hmm. I, I, I would love for doctors to be really looking for something in stone disease. So, and again, some of some patients, more than some, will have some genetic issues going on that at least the doctor can rule out. They can rule that out and 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 then work for diet but we want is it a diet issue is it a genetic issue let's do the 24-hour urine collection by the way you should be doing blood work too to rule out the genetic issues that could be causing stones too okay mm -hmm. so yeah and now those actual tests are hard to decipher 
correct? I mean, because you offer a service to help people sort of understand. So they, they take the test, but they don't always get the data um, in the way that would be useful. Is that how it goes? Yeah. So my service is this, you know, they get a urine collection done, they get the results, and then I help the patient just understand the results. I don't diagnose them as a nurse. I, I'm legally not allowed to do that. But I will bring up talking points to the patient so then they can bring those talk. I, I'm actually guiding for them what to ask their doctor so they get really a specific treatment plan and there is no stone left unturned, okay? <laughs> so the phone call is only 15 minutes and I'll say, look, uh, you can see the reference range based upon what we want in the stone world. You know, you may want to talk to the doctor and say, yo, doc, I see this is kind of high. What do you think about it? Uh, I understand that diet can change these some of these values. What do you think about it? So again, I'm not diagnosing a patient. I can't do that as a nurse, but I give great talking points so they can be brought up at the doctor's office so the patient get on a, an excellent treatment plan, okay? Yes. Yeah. They can take control of their health. They can really be sure that they're informed so that they can have the right conversation. Yes. That is so very important. So when I was going through all my chemo and all my stuff for my cancer, uh, I'd go in those office appointments and I was so scared uh, because even though I'm a nurse, I do kidney stones. What the hell do I know about cancer? I've said this before. And also, uh, now I'm the patient. It's really scary. So based upon all my experience of what I went through as a patient, not any, not a nurse, not a mother, not a middle-aged broad, none of these things, as a patient, I was like, this service, I wish I had had a service to bring some of my stuff in and talk about it. Because when you're the patient in the office, you're so scared or anxious or nervous, and people start talking to you in a way like you're supposed to friggin' understand what they're saying, so you don't say anything. And then when you leave the office, you're like, how did I not ask about this or this or this? So if you can talk to somebody like a patient advocate, I say more than anything, more than a nurse, I'm a patient advocate. So uh, if I can teach you how to, the questions to ask and how to advocate for yourself, boy, that's so helpful. I can't even tell you. And I wish I had that. It would have been much more helpful for me than to then go home and think of all the questions to ask. And then good luck, like I said, trying to get a hold of a doctor in, in our uh, healthcare setting. It's very difficult to get a call back or even an answer in the portal. So yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, uh, I'm very passionate about this, being an advocate mm -hmm. for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And I mean, the urine analysis like service has really helped people. And yes. if anyone wants to check it out and learn more, they can go to kidneystonediet.com. You can find everything that Jill does, everything that she offers, the course, um, all the free content with the oxalate list, the email list, everything. Um, that's all all over at kidneystonediet.com. So yeah. yeah, I think we'll we'll wrap it right there today. And um, yeah, if you're enjoying this podcast, be sure to subscribe wherever you're listening right now. Check us out on YouTube at Kidney Stone Diet. And and definitely like tell your friends. If you if you know someone who's suffering, like this this is here to help and we want to reach as many people as we can. Yeah, and tell your doctor. You know, there's also uh, a handout on uh, under the free resource page on my website that that has, you know, here's, he, bring this to your doctor's office visit so doctors know. And uh, look, you could say, boy, you keep selling stuff, Jill. But here's the thing. Even if you just get to, if you, the, the handout says, hey, there's a free, there's a, the course, of course. There's the uh, Facebook page. There's free stuff. 
Go to the free stuff. Don't pay for a damn thing I talk about. Why do you think we give away so much stuff free? I'm passionate about getting you on the right track. So whether you pay for my services or you're just getting my free stuff, I like going to websites, getting free stuff. I know there's lots of free stuff. Go there, start educating yourself. But there is a handout to give to your doctor so the doctor can say, look, there's this broad in Chicago. She's, uh, she knows what she's talking about and she has a lot of free stuff on her website. So let your doctors know about us. It's important people understand there is help. There, there, kidney stone formers don't know where to turn. So that's, that's why I'm saying this now. I'll shut up, okay? No, I mean, that's very important because <laughs> really like... Like, otherwise, we're just talking to each other. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, if no one shares it, if no one's talking about, like, what you're offering, it's like, there is a financial benefit, of course. I mean, that's, yes. you have to, you have to eat, you have to yes. pay your rent. But, like, I mean, in the end, you're, you're truly trying to help people through, through the course, through the Facebook page, through the, I mean, the hundreds of hours you spend every week that yes. are, I mean, they're unpaid, but you're not yes. getting paid by the hour or anything. Yes. This is all all uh, entrepreneurial endeavors so yeah yeah so we appreciate any any support you guys can offer in terms of um spreading the word and i think we'll wrap right there for this week so thank you thanks Jeff. Again, jill and we'll see you next time okay bye